Hey, I'm Adi. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Play This. We are here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving a family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about things we've changed our mind on since having a baby. Yeah. Speaking of baby, this is the first episode without having Miguel in the same vicinity. Yeah, like on set with us. Yeah. I know. That's This is crazy. In six months. Okay, so this is history in the making. <laughs> um, so we'll see how far we'll get. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so right now it's nighttime mm-hmm. and I put him down. He tossed and turned like he woke up. And so then I had a, well, I set him down on his like back. Mm-hmm. And oh, you fact, can't do that. You no, cannot do that anymore. He loves to sleep on his stomach. Yes. And then so I put him down and uh, on his back and then he wakes up like fully mm-hmm. with eyes open and everything. And so, <laughs> so I turn him and put him on his tummy and pat pat him and he falls asleep right away. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, so he fell asleep and he's still asleep. And right now I, uh, we're still in the middle of like unpacking and everything, but mm-hmm. luckily I found, uh, earlier today, I found the, um, baby monitor. Oh, good. Yeah. So, so right now we're watching him yep. sleep. Yep. Which is nuts. This has been like, <laughs> like some, a goal of ours for a while. <laughs> I know. Just watch him sleep. And we might get interrupted, but that's okay. Also, I'm like, it's kind of sad, but I'm like nervous to even, for you even saying that because people are kind of, can be kind of judgmental about so many things about raising a baby. And part right. of that is like sleep, letting them sleep on their stomach and all really? of that. Yeah. But he is, we always put him down on his back until okay. he was able to roll over. Yeah. And now he started like rolling over on his own when mm-hmm. he's sleeping. And we found that he prefers to sleep on his stomach and he is able to roll and all that. And so, um, do your own research. Don't take our advice. There's so many opinions out there on like safe sleep. And yeah. just know that like we are um, informed and making the best decisions that we can. And I know it might seem silly that I'm having to say this. Or maybe I'm not. I don't have to. I know it might seem silly that I am saying this. But just uh, there's like just a lot of opinions, a lot of information out there. Hmm. I guess so. Yeah, you're right about that. Like this I guess just that little story, I guess, was could be controversial. It could be, yeah. Uh, I, did, I don't see it that way, and that's... Uh, and I that's, don't think that people who listen to our podcast now are going to, like, be judging that. I just think of, like, okay, down the road, if, like, somebody finds this and hears this, what are they going to be thinking? And it doesn't matter what people think, because I know that we're, like, doing what's safe and everything. I just, you know, I've heard stories from other people about, like, getting called out for having their car seat forward-facing when their child wasn't even in it and having to explain, like, no, actually, the car seat pivots, and that's not the way that the baby rides in the car. The car seat was just like that while we were, you know, doing whatever and having to explain things like that. And um, so it just does, like, make me a little bit nervous. But um, at the same time, we can't let those types of things, you know, run our lives. Hmm. It is within topic, I think. Uh-huh. of today's episode yeah um this brings me back to like in the earlier episodes like episode 
in the 20s, 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. 50s, even, I was very, like, I was very careful of, like, what I would say. And I would state my opinion, but then quickly, very quickly say the other side of it. Yeah. Because I was worried about, like, yeah, what do people think? Like, don't agree with me, so let me state the, state right. the, other, the other side of it. But then that's not interesting. Right. And so I, I think I just had to just deal with that and, like, know that not everything I say people are going to agree with. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And it is okay to, it is interesting to hear people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes things, I think that's what makes things interesting. Yeah. And entertaining overall. Yeah. It, not just to state like, here's the one side mm-hmm. and here's the other side of it. Um, exactly. But just say like, this is what <laughs> I think. And according to my values and my lifestyle or whatever, this is what I think it's right. Mm-hmm. I think there's obviously there's value to listening to people you disagree with. And sometimes it's very obvious like, oh, this person comes from a very different perspective than me. But I think there's also a lot of value to somebody who you do agree with on a lot of things, having there be things that they say that you're like, oh, actually, I totally disagree about that. And that's cool. It doesn't like change how I view them or the respect I have for them, or it doesn't make me immediately have to question my own thinking of like, oh, well, if they think that, then I need to think that too. And I need to do it this way too. Um, And that, I don't know, I, I think there's probably people who can relate to that because, because for me, that's a hard thing. Like when I, when there's somebody that I respect, and then I hear them say something, my first instinct is to be like, oh, that must be like, the right way to do things that I need to do it that way too. But oh, that's yeah. not always the case. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I hear you and I and I do feel that way when I could relate with someone mm-hmm. that I've listened to or seen and and then when they say something that I'm like, oh I actually didn't view it that way. Mm-hmm. So I guess let me change my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's what we call influencing, <laughs> you know? So Yes, and that's great. Like, yeah. you should let yourself be influenced, but you should also let yourself not be influenced. Right, yeah, so... That reminds me, actually, of mm-hmm. something that happened recently. Yeah. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but that just reminded me of it. An interesting situation we were in recently. Uh-huh. Um, you and I were in a setting where we were having sort of a business-ish transaction with somebody. Oh, yeah. And everything was very professional until the very end of the interaction when this person started um, telling us about their, like, uh, like a political view on something that, and just very strongly, like, speaking against this thing, this, like, political thing. Yeah, yeah. And this was something that, like, I think you and I weren't super informed on, but some of the ways that this person was talking about it, we definitely disagreed with and didn't Mm -hmm. think was like, okay, the way that it was being talked about. Oh yeah. And it was very weird. Like we, like just, it was just very awkward because we just like sat there and kind of like, sort of like gave fake smiles and like very subtle nodding of our heads as if like, okay, we're listening to you, but it was clear that like, we were not agreeing with what this person was saying. Yeah. And they just, 
realized, I think, pretty quickly that we didn't agree and, like, started trying to sort of, like, backpedal, but then at the same time, like, also doubling down on what they were saying. Mm -hmm. And it was just very uncomfortable, and it didn't feel like the time or place for us to get into a big conversation about it. Like, it definitely was not the time. No. But it was just so strange because neither of us felt comfortable being like, oh, yeah, totally, and just, like, faking it. Because what they were saying was, like, very out of pocket. Yeah. Um, But then we also were just like, "Uh, okay, like, why? Why? Like, are you just (laughs) assuming that we totally think the same way as you? I don't know. It was just a very interesting uh, interaction there. Yeah, I think it's very common to us, to you, when you are having that conversation with someone one-on-one or when it's us two, because you tell, you have told me like, Hey, I had this interaction with this one stranger or whatever, yeah. or this one person I vaguely know. And they said this to me and I didn't, didn't really agree. Uh-huh. Is It's usually political stuff for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very common. Like these people, they just, say what they think and (laughs) either they think like you think the same way you might agree with them or they just don't care right maybe both a little bit of everything yeah and they just like say hey here's what i think Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to think like if it's in a generational thing like this person was possibly you know a few generations above us yeah a couple (laughs) yeah um so i'm not not sure if if it's like more like the older you get, you kind of just care less. <laughs> it could be. That also just made me think of another time that that happened. Yeah. And I actually, this time I will share what the person actually said. Okay. Uh, me and you and our sister-in-law were at a farmer's market. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. And this older man, again, like same generation. Right. He started, he was selling these um, wooden toys like wooden handmade toys Mm -hmm. they were very cool and we were like looking at them and he started telling us this story as if it was like very funny and very something about like uh somebody spanking their child and like a very like not just spanking them but also in a very like public and like shameful way and we just like like we're staring at him and then our sister-in-law was like oh that's so sad or like oh she said like oh poor kid yeah and the guy was like no like he needed that blah 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 like he said i think he said he deserves a spanking yeah like no he deserved it and that's like and like parents need to do that more often and we were just all like all three of us were just kind of like and just like stared at him and then we're like Okay, well, thanks. And then, like, walked away. Yeah, which is another heavy, controversial topic about, like, spanking. Yeah, obviously, that's, like, not political, (laughs) but that's another thing that it's, like, um, obviously, this guy thought that, you know, that's what he thought. And so, he just assumed, like, oh, everybody thinks this and, or I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. It's, like, what is it? Is it, like, you just care less what the other person you're saying this to thinks? Yeah. Or do you think that he, they might agree with you? Mm-hmm. Or do you, are you like maybe hoping to like spark <laughs> a, a an argument or something or a debate? Yeah. Like what is it? I don't know, and I don't even really have a point in telling these stories. No. Other than just, just like that it happened, just that it happened, and I'm wondering if like this has happened to other people. I'm sure it does. I'm sure. I'm sure it does. It's just oh, yeah. it, 
it's such an awkward situation to be in unless you're like ready to be like, okay, actually, let me have a conversation with you about this. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like, uh, and I could be wrong, but I feel like somebody who is so bold to like share these things with a complete stranger is not in a place to actually like have their mind changed or want to really have like a constructive conversation about it, you know? I mean, but maybe, yeah, I was going to say like, when you think about strangers, you're, you think like, you're never going to see them again. True. That's why they're strange. (laughs) That's very true. So is it the best option? (laughs) Maybe. Like an opportunity for you to talk about your views? Maybe. Because you have nothing to, to lose. Mm -hmm. It's a, then we win, win. Mm -hmm. You get to, express your thoughts that you've been you've been waiting you know like anxiously <laughs> to to say out loud and maybe you need that practice to debate or whatever you just again love debating or whatever it is yeah. um so i think in a way it is a perfect opportunity because i mean the other humans that you, you interact with you know them family friends or whatever acquaintances mm-hmm. so it's like those are your options True. Yeah, maybe next time I'll try to just <laughs> say a little something oh. in response. Like, well, like, actually, actually, no, but like <laughs> say something. Well, I think this, and I think I do think that's totally appropriate because they're choosing to share their opinion, so you should be able to share yours. Yeah, it just doesn't feel natural in that moment when when it's kind of just like a passing conversation. But uh, maybe. Yeah. The sociologist in me. Oh, here we go. I know, I know. I knew you were going to uh, be annoyed or whatever. When, okay, hang on, pause. When have I ever referenced my degree on this podcast? (laughs) Not enough, man. You should. I mean, okay, maybe, have I said like, oh, I only have a minor in psychology? Because I do like to make that joke. You do, you do. But have I ever, like, besides that, in seriousness? Because you always do it like you're so serious about it. <laughs> have I ever been like, well, the educator in me. You should, The man. whole time that we were talking about homeschool versus public, public school, did I ever bring out my degree? <laughs> no, I did not. That's your problem. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm the one who's wrong here. <laughs> anyway, I was just thinking about... <laughs> If I were to tur- turn this into like a study, a research, yeah, uh, I would give them a survey or a questionnaire mm-hmm. at the end of the, our, our little conversation. And <laughs> in, in that in that questionnaire or survey, it would there would be some questions or statements saying like, "Okay, I like to express my political or moral values." In, on and lay them out on strangers because fill in the blank. Like mm. I want to know, uh-huh. a, you know, and and uh, mm. questions like that, or just ask them um, verbally, like, "Hey, how likely are you to recommend this conversation to a friend? <laughs> like, why why do you like, or why did you bring up this topic mm-hmm. uh, to me, a stranger? Mm-hmm. And ask ask all these other these these people that that come in to your life and talk about their view about yeah. stuff so because again it is not a uncommon thing it's very common mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm very curious to understand their psyche their pers- uh, personality yeah like reasons why yeah yeah 
That would be interesting. I was going to say, isn't it, isn't it interesting? That's why I brought the whole sociology thing, because I we used to do this, <laughs> okay. where we, we'd go you know, to people, blah, 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 mm-hmm. give them a survey, whatever. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll try to turn down my, tone down my, uh, well, mention my sociology degree last. I'll try to mention my degree more. <laughs> do you even know what my degree's in? Yes. You, you ask me, like every six months because i never talk about it i know what is that <sighs> man you just said yes confidently no i do um like it's child development no and i also just referenced it but i, know, I, I didn't say the whole well, thing did you say minor or, or major no you know my minor yeah. was psychology psychology um and then the the major is like child development you just said that and that's wrong <laughs> it's it's uh you don't know it is, i do know <sighs> it's like education in children okay it the, has the word education in it yes all special needs you, no special you're, needs. you're close yeah you're dancing special around it. education yeah special education and inter, interdisciplinary studies but yeah special education is fine okay good yeah so, Phew. no, you didn't know. Don't act like you got it. <laughs> you said child development twice in a row, when I, even though I told you it was wrong. I am so sorry. It's okay. I mean, kind of. We should frame our diplomas the way I, can, <laughs> I always look at them. I'm like, okay. Didn't you just hand me my diploma the other day? No. I feel like you found it when we were unpacking and you were like, oh, here's this. No. Right? No. Oh, I saw it recently. Is, oh, you did? I think I saw mine. Yeah. Must I think have been so. a dream. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> real quick i want to share my dreams since i just mentioned dreams oh sure my vivid dream I, I, I think i had two but i forgot about the other one one of them i told you about and that was that i got a haircut yeah i don't know where i just decided i'm gonna go get the haircut and i did wow to my regular size like the regular short size <laughs> yeah my, that's such a weird short, way to put it you know how i normally used to have it yeah well we, we were dating um, yeah, and, uh, and and then after the haircut, I'm like, oh, I should have documented this as I wanted to, like <laughs> like I wanted to, yeah, uh, and had all these plans to like you know, document it, and then I just regretted get, getting the haircut. You did? Yeah, I was like, oh, interesting. I wanted no because I wanted to document the experience. Oh, but did you regret the haircut itself in the dream? No. Oh, oh, just like, that you didn't document it. I, I, I wanted the haircut to be done that day because I think I was done with having long hair. Wow. And I woke up, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was very vivid. I've been telling you that you should cut it to your shoulders. I think I will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to document it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Anyway. Well, should we stop dancing around it and get down to the needy greedy? <laughs> what in the world? I mean, we yeah, we actually did kind of, like, talk about it a little bit at the beginning. We teased it. Kind of. So, yes, in this episode, we're going to talk about things we've changed our minds about since having a baby. Mm-hmm. And I'll go first. Okay. My first one, without further ado. I guess another way that you could also put this is, like, misconceptions. It's kind of, I'm kind of, like, lumping it all into one. Like, things we've changed our minds about, misconceptions, um... 
you I, I would even venture to include like okay things that we're not doing stuff like that yeah is that okay yeah it's a little bit of a uh, the title might be slightly misleading but that's fine okay so the first thing is um the i changed my mind about the quote unquote scary newborn stage Ooh. <laughs> okay two things first wait, of all wait time out what can i can i uh insert a uh, spooky uh sound yeah go ahead Okay, so first of all, giving birth and having a brand new baby is challenging. It's like a huge life change. All of those things that people say are very true. Also, recovering physically from having a baby and the you know potential for things like postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, those are all super real and very and things that should be taken seriously. And yeah, just like the physical recovery part of it is huge. Like it's a huge thing that your body just went through that you're recovering from. I'm not like downplaying or um, discrediting those things at all. Not at all. But people talk about the newborn stage like it is so scary. Like you are never going to... Like, be able, you're never going to sleep. You're never going mm-hmm. to, like, um, you're barely going to be surviving <laughs> during yeah. that time. And I do think that it's important to go into it with realistic expectations. But just from my experience of it, it really wasn't as scary as I was, like, gearing up for. Mm-hmm. And I just want to share that because for people who maybe are, like, so scared of that, that it's not always that scary. And the thing that is true that people always say is it goes by so fast. Oh my gosh. And that is a hundred percent true. So even at the times when it is so hard, Mm -hmm. maybe it does feel as hard as like people said, um, for you and your experience, it does go by really fast. And then all of a sudden you don't have a newborn anymore. Right. So, um, do you think that's okay to share? hundred percent. Okay. Cause I, again, I don't want to discredit anyone's experience, but also like, I just think that there's so many negative things that are said about having a new baby and parenthood in general and how like, oh, you're never going to sleep again. Right. Or just wait, just you wait till you have kids. This is going to be 10 times harder. Right. And yeah. I just want to also speak more life and more like positivity into parenthood um, and just say that like it wasn't as crazy as I expected it to be. It wasn't as difficult as I was prepared for. Yeah. Um, yes. I think that the lack of sleep and all that stuff that we hear, like you just mentioned, uh-huh. those are true to an extent. Yeah. Um, it is, it is hard. It is difficult. Um, those words kind of mean the same thing, but, uh, <laughs> they, it, it is challenging. Uh, challenging. It is. No. Um, you know, it, it is, you, tiring like yeah. you get tired yeah fatigued <laughs> anyway um that is true but I, I agree with you i think that we should speak more positivity and more life mm-hmm. um regarding this because 
there's not a lot of people that talk about just the the good stuff and the the life they they, they don't give life doing those during those like um during that newborn phase mm-hmm. it's it's a lot more negativity so it's not as scary as you might think yeah like it is doable <laughs> yeah that's i think a good way to put it it is totally doable and specifically this could honestly be like a second thing that like i changed my mind about or the misconceptions or whatever yeah. and that's specifically about the lack of sleep i was really scared about the lack of sleep like when I was pregnant, I didn't even want to think about it because I was so scared of not being able to sleep through the night anymore. And that was something, that's the thing that people always talk about. Yeah. That's like the one thing people, I think that anybody who's like not currently in the like baby and young kid time, when they talk to people who are about to enter that time, they always want to talk about the lack of sleep. Oh, yeah. That's like the thing to say. Yeah. Um, and please stop. <laughs> If that's you, when you feel that urge in the back of your brain to be like, you're never going to sleep again, just just stop. Yeah. And just say something different because that's not helpful. And also, we know. 100%. We know that babies wake up during the night. So I was very scared of that. Like, full confession here. Um, And I never really talked about it because, like, what was the point? But I was so scared. And I can say this now, like six months in and us still waking up multiple times a night that I'm shocked at how like you just do it. You just, it's just like, okay, well, my baby's awake and my baby needs me. So I'm just going to get up Mm -hmm. and there isn't, I don't know. It's just, yes, we're tired. (laughs) But it's not, I don't know. It just doesn't, it isn't as, I'm, I don't know. I've just been shocked by how much it just became a new normal routine. And of course, I'm looking forward to the day when we do get to sleep through the night again. Mm-hmm. And I know that that will come. Yeah. You know, just like we talked about, like us being here, watching him sleep on the monitor, like um, five months ago. We thought this day would never come. Yeah, I am shocked. Right, still, it's, <laughs> we, we are recording. It's almost thirty minutes of recording. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah, and and so, and I'm saying this also. I want to make this very clear that we don't have a, a baby who's just like naturally started sleeping through the night at six weeks old. No, and if you do, that's great for you. But I'm, you know, I just want to say as somebody who has like I think a baby with pretty typical. Like, waking up fairly frequently throughout the night, it's okay. And you get through it, and you're fine, and you end up being able to function throughout the day. And I think that, you know, we were designed to take care of our babies, and so you just do it, and you just figure it out, and it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, There are a couple things that I want to say. One is... Going back to the whole negativity negativity thing, uh, like pregnancy, it's already it's a hard thing already. Yeah, and people don't need to have that fear of what comes after, mm-hmm. and that is the lack of sleep, mm-hmm. among other stuff. But that's yeah. like the thing we're talking about right now. Yeah, you mentioned that, like, yeah, 
people that have had already kids, they say, well, you know, like, Godspeed <laughs> when it comes to sleeping. Yeah. Um, or they say, oh, the other thing people like to say is, oh, yeah, I don't miss those days. Right. Yeah. So um, there's always something negative. And, mm-hmm. and you just re- reminded me of, like, when people say, like, oh, wait, wait, wait until your baby starts talking in a negative yeah. light. You know, oh, like, yeah, wait oh. till they can tell you no. Right. So those things are annoying for sure. Uh, and like you sh- you said about um, like people who are pregnant, they're obviously aware of that there's going to be some sleepless nights or yeah. the lack of sleep. Um, you, you just reminded me of um, a couple episodes back. You mentioned how when we were at the Just Between Friends event, a uh, pregnant lady was asking you about... If our if our baby has had like a good sleep routine, yeah, um, at his age right now, and so like that's exhibit A of like how people who are in that phase of about to have a baby, like they're aware of of the sleep mm-hmm. cycle and the the struggle of that. So like people know that that's going to be a thing, yeah, and so we don't need to add more negativity to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly, yeah, totally agree. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? I, I, I think I did. Um, oh, yeah. Just when you were talking um, about, like, you know, other babies, like, and their cycles and, like, like our baby, you know, at six months old and stuff. And um, he wakes up um, several times throughout the night. Um, that just reminded me of just, like, I think it's okay to not. I think we should stop comparing our babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the one thing that I very quickly, I think, learned. Yeah. To not put my baby in a way in, in a box of like, well, <laughs> yeah. other babies are at their age, at that age, they were doing this and that, and mm-hmm. my baby's not doing that. So what the heck? Yeah. Uh, so I think that it is okay to let go of that, mm-hmm. of that comparison. And I'm sure a lot of people could relate to this where their friends, their family members, they have babies at the you know at a very similar age or they had them like not that long ago mm-hmm. and so um they tell you the stories or you you see them you you know hear all that stuff that's going on and and it's easy for us to compare that yeah and put that on our baby and i don't think it's fair i don't think it's fair for the baby and to and for you and the family because at the end of the day, every baby's different. Mm-hmm. And every baby's gonna have their own person personality and all that stuff. So I think that uh, that's one thing that we should try to learn and apply that right away. Yeah. To just let go of the comparisons and just let your baby baby be a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like your baby, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. And um, I think it it's really easy to fall into like just thinking about, okay, like what's the next thing that they're supposed to be doing and... I think that those things are helpful mm-hmm. um, to know sort of the, the milestones and things like that. But also like every baby is different and, you know, every person is so different and do things differently. So why do we expect babies to all do things like the exact same way at the same time and all of that? And it is really so like special to see our baby develop his own personality and his own ways mm-hmm. that he does things and we don't have anything to compare it to never having had a baby before right but it's actually in a way fun to like see the things that he's doing and 
sometimes we don't know, like, is this just a baby thing or is this a Miguel thing? Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of fun to be like, oh, well, we a lot of times just imagine like, oh, this is just him and like it's his thing because yeah. like this is his personality. And maybe it is or maybe it's not, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm saying this because like, you know, there's friends that are, it's crazy. It's cool to see close friends um have babies like mm-hmm. uh they're like a year older or six months older or a little younger than miguel and it's really cool to uh to see that yeah among friends and to see that like a lot of people are in the on the same boat as we are mm-hmm. and uh, either struggling with us or like you know succeeding with us like what, whatever it is yeah i think it's cool to to see that and uh yeah, so shout out to uh, to those people. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> I have another one. If you go ahead. Uh, before I forget, um, shoot, <laughs> dang it! I'll do one if you want to think about it. Oh no, I had it, and I'm, I'm definitely gonna forget. Okay. So take a minute. What are we talking about? Take a minute while I eat my ice cream. <laughs> We're talking about babies. We're talking about uh, your friends. Oh, oh, oh. Um, how do I word this? I would okay. So, I think it's important to um, what's what's the phrase that we were we're using? Like change my mind, or one thing it changed about my mind about since having a baby is that. I think it's okay to let go of my ideal mindset on things. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing is like being prepared. Okay. Um, and and um, the one thing I'm thinking, I'm thinking about is a um, few months before we had Miguel, um, we I, I ended up getting this um, American pediatrician's book. It's like a guide, <laughs> yeah, and it would tell you like the milestones and all that stuff. And every like few weeks, every month, I would, I would say like, okay, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read this next chapter, and I would, and then I would have to read the next few, or whatever, so I could know like, okay, our baby's gonna um, develop these like things, and he's gonna act this way and stuff based on the book. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I haven't read that book in like a few months. Yeah. It's been a while and I still want to and I have it and, and all that stuff. But, um, actually it was packed away, I think. Or no, I think we no, brought, it, brought with it with us. us yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing that I'm like, I haven't in a way pre- prepared mm-hmm. for the next month and, and realized like, what is he going to like, what is, how is he going to look like and what are the, uh, new things he's gonna learn mm-hmm. and and all that stuff and how could I prepare? Um, so I have <laughs> let go of that in a way, and I think it's good to mm-hmm. let go of let go of that kind of like in a way perfect lifestyle or perfect um, I don't know routine or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't prepare, prepare, but um, that's something that I like. I want to, and then ever since not reading the book or whatever, kind of forgetting about it, 
I realized like it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're kind of letting go of like that control feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool to just like live life with him, with you, and and experience things, and and just not know about like okay what's gonna happen next. Yeah. Um. And of course, if like there's something that we see wrong or that we're like oh i'm not too sure about this or that mm-hmm. uh, obviously we're gonna quickly like google it or like look at the book or whatever yeah i, I think we've done that before mm-hmm. like oh like i think he's sick so we need to get some medicine okay what's the best medicine blah, blah blah so yeah um so we know that but like at the very beginning like I, we talked about this where i'm like oh i'm freaked out because <laughs> we have this newborn newborn baby yeah and like what what does he need mm-hmm. like how much how much milk or how much how much what what are, what are the nutrients and what, <laughs> what are the what are the nutritional things that he needs yeah um what are the physical things he needs like you know um how important is this one thing over this other thing so um i mean now nowadays like it's so you could become very overwhelmed mm-hmm. with too much information oh and, there's so much and that is a thing where like too much information becomes a problem yeah like uh, our brains uh, well i'm not i'm no sci- scientist just soft, a sociologist just a soft science yeah uh, <laughs> but uh i'm sure hard science uh could, could 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 say this that our brains can't really handle x amount of knowledge mm-hmm that we have available mm-hmm. like you For can sure. only absorb so much yeah and so our brains can't really handle all that information about a newborn because mm-hmm. it's just gonna it's gonna overwhelm us okay yes when miguel was a newborn i uh started getting a little like freaked out about um his sleeping and thinking like okay you know, again, I was bringing that I was bringing that fear into into having a newborn about like not getting enough sleep and all this stuff. And so I was just scared of like how we weren't able to set him down to go to sleep um very easily and his nap schedules and things like that. And I started trying to do some research on it and I was just absolutely bombarded with information. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up buying like a sleep course and oh, then yeah. asking for a refund because it really didn't address <laughs> like the things that we were wanting. <laughs> and yeah. it was so much information. And then because I had like followed this person on Instagram, then I felt like every single day I was seeing these like posts and reels about like, um, here's like a sleep you know, a sleep schedule for a two to three week old. And it was just so much information that I could not handle it. And finally we kind of fell into like a routine of what worked for us. Um, and now I feel like we're in a much better place of feeling like, okay, we're comfortable with knowing like confident in the decisions that we're making to where now I felt like, I was just telling you, I'm actually looking into this other sleep resource yeah. because now it's coming from a place of like, okay, I just want to learn, but it's mm-hmm. not coming from like a place of fear anymore yeah. and like desperation where I'm, you know, I trust that I'm going to be able to take in the information and not get so overwhelmed and feel like, 
um, you know, like drinking from a fire hydrant where it's just like, it's, it's too much. Mm -hmm. You, you might think this is weird, but, um, I think that fits in with minimalism and I'm just kind of looking around the the house. There's just a lot of stuff. And we talked about this last week where we're not unpacked yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that we took in, we brought in this house, like a lot of stuff that we don't really need. And we, we have realized that we literally <laughs> packed boxes upon boxes of certain trinkets and items and stuff <laughs> that we're literally throwing away. Yeah. We're don- donating or whatever. And that's similar to like going back to knowledge and, and all that stuff. Like, you know, like you said, like you were getting all these Instagram feed about feeds about um sleeping the sleep cycle and stuff and the the scheduling and stuff it's like we don't need that sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes we just have to subscribe yeah and and throw that away and try to forget about it and bring in certain things that you do need or keep certain like knowledge that you will use you know that comes from a good place right that's what i was thinking it's like there is a balance because i do think it's important to be informed yeah. About things, especially when it comes to safety and things like that. Because right. there's part of it that isn't intuitive. intuitive, mm-hmm. And I am glad for the science and research that's out there. Yeah. So I do want to know, um, you know, things about safe sleep and, and, you know, just different, I don't know, different safety things. So I do think that's important. And we shouldn't just like look the other way and be like, well, just let me figure all of this out on my own. Yeah. I don't think that's like the best approach either, mm-hmm. but there does need to be a balance and you do have to kind of, like you said, unsubscribe from like all of the information and just choose where the information is going to come from and making sure it's coming from a good source. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay to like learn as you go. Right. Yeah. Like just learn like, oh yeah, this one place didn't really fit or I'm getting too freaked out about whatever. It's okay to also pause and like mm-hmm. just learn as, yeah, like learn as you go, like just figure things out with your baby. Yeah. Um, and be okay to mess up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's one thing I learned. My next one is pretty similar to that in a way about like the whole, you know, letting go of like the book and the control and all of that. Yeah. Um, this isn't really something that I changed my mind about. It's more just like something that I don't do. Um, and that is that I have never tracked like Miguel's stats, so to speak, as far as um, how much he's eating every day, yeah. how many like dirty diapers he has, um, his naps, like how long his naps are, how like long he has in between his naps, his awake windows. Um, yeah. Some, uh, some people, and I think this is great. Like if this works for other people, will like track all those things, and they'll use like an app to track like how many ounces of milk the baby's eating, how much sleep they're getting, and all those things. And for me, I know that number one, I would have a hard time like staying on top of it. Yeah. And number two, I think that it would just be another source of anxiety for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I completely understand why people do it. And I can also see the value of it, of like having that information and being able to track patterns and things like that. Yeah. For sure. Um, but that's just something that like, if you don't find it necessary and it doesn't really work for you, I think that's also okay. There's no like rule that says you have to do that. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll see in like this Facebook group, people talk about like, how many ounces of formula does your baby have per day? And I'm just like, I literally have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I could make an educated guess. I mean, I, like, I could make an estimate for sure. Yeah. But I would really have to think about it. Like off the top of my head, I don't know. And um, same with like um, the like wet diapers. Oh, um, mm. dirty diapers are like less frequent now. So it's kind of easier, but yeah. we did track that at the beginning when he was struggling oh, yeah. to gain weight, mm-hmm. we were making sure that we knew like that he was having like wet diapers and dirty diapers because mm-hmm. you know, that lets you know that things are working okay and the baby's not dehydrated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But even then, even like in those very first weeks when I was doing like lactation appointments and I would have to answer that question, I would always be like, um, I think it was 10 dirty, like 10 <laughs> wet diapers. I don't know. It was right. just not something that I was really keeping super close track of. And I think that everybody has their own personality and their own style that they're bringing into parenting too. Mm-hmm. And there, there is no, um, well, there are wrong ways to parent, but there are a lot of right ways to parent. <laughs> so, right, yeah. uh, so, yeah, I just think that that's, uh, I don't know. That's good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, I can't think of any more, but do you have any? I have one more. Okay. Um, this one's the most serious. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I Save should have saved it just the end or not. But, uh, yeah, this is the most serious one. And <sighs> one thing I changed my mind on is the judgment that I had toward people who um, bottle feed. Mm. And I, okay, so here's the thing. We do bottle feed and we do use formula. However, I think that it's important for me to note that I shouldn't have had to like, experience that in order to not have the judgment Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah so like it shouldn't just be that oh only because that's my experience well now i don't judge people who now it's okay now it's okay yeah obviously yeah but there's other things like there are other things that like okay i haven't made the decision to do this but i do see the value of it and i don't necessarily judge that anymore i had one in mind and now i can't remember what it was i don't know i I guess one example could be like um having your child um go to daycare Mm -hmm, i mean do you think that's a good example yeah like that's something that i like don't do and haven't had experience with but i don't want to like be judgmental towards that and i think i'm not judgmental right towards that you know what i'm saying yeah um so my point in saying that is just that i don't think it's something that i should have to like firsthand experience to like you said then be like oh well actually this is totally fine because now that's my experience um 
But yes, so here's the thing. When, like before having a baby, I really, I was just thinking about thinking through this the other day and realizing how much judgment I really held towards parents who bottle fed. And I think I really realized that I, when I saw somebody feeding their baby from a bottle, I really think that I um, just had these thoughts of like, they're not as attached to their baby. They are, oh, this must be like a working mom who her priority is her career, not her child. And like, that's crazy. Like, that is so silly that I had those thoughts, Mm -hmm. even if it was kind of like subconscious. And I think it was, it wasn't like this active like thing, but I think those were like the subconscious thoughts in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And I just like, obviously now having the experience of bottle feeding um, and using formula, um, which I'll talk about more later. I know I keep saying like, oh, we'll talk about breastfeeding another time. Um, (laughs) But that obviously has made me realize like, no, it doesn't mean that you love your child any less or are less attached to them or are less attentive of a parent. That, I mean, that is so ridiculous to think that. Yeah. And it makes me embarrassed and like ashamed to admit that I did have those thoughts in the past, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's kind of a hard, well, not hard. It's it is a sensitive conversation because um, it's so important to not shame mothers in the way that they feed their baby. Um, it's such a personal and intimate thing as well. But I also think that it is okay to talk about things objectively and talk about the science. Objectively speaking, breast milk is better for your baby than formula. And I think that it's like, it's okay to admit that. And it's okay to to, yeah. to have that be part of the conversation. Like, I don't want to just wave this flag of like, every decision is like equally valid in every single way. No, I recognize that breast milk is objectively and nutritionally better for babies than formula. Um, but there's so many other factors that go into that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our experience has been complicated. <laughs> and, um, you know, there were factors that were out of our control and there were factors that were in our control. And both of those kind of led to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just, it is, it it's a complex thing. And I think that i don't know i think both of the those things can be true that like yes breast milk is objectively better and also at the same time you can have a happy healthy completely attached loved great relationship with your baby that you're formula feeding as well right right yeah you know what i'm saying mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah and i think you you'll get into it later right yeah, more with, of the details and all of the, because that's a whole like other story for another day. Yeah, because there's a lot more we could get into, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I think it's good. I think it's um, you know, I, sometimes you do have to experience it on um firsthand 
to say, you know what? Yeah, I was wrong. Or yeah, yeah, I am feel embarrassed about this because of the way I thought about it. And whether you learned it firsthand or you heard it from other people and stuff, mm-hmm. I think it's it, at the end of the day, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay to to change your mind and stop that judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I do hear you. Like I could relate with other things. That I thought, yeah, like shame on this person or whatever, or like why are you doing this without really being without really understanding yeah you know without really stopping to think like well why let's you know and 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 as you enter the parenthood as you enter like having a baby you 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 learn things right away like oh okay Mm -hmm. it's not just like this clear-cut thing yeah of like well you should breastfeed because it's the best thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, there's so many factors. Yeah. You know, and, and we've shared our experience with, um, with like having Miguel and it was just, it's crazy. So it's, there's just so many things that, that, that we had to deal with, mm-hmm. you know? So it wasn't simple. It's was like, yep, we were pregnant. <laughs> um, yeah, no, definitely. So, that part was definitely not simple. Right. So kind of similar to like breastfeeding and stuff. Like it's, true. Just so many, there's so many factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a battery for the baby monitor. Oh, yeah, it needs to be charged. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, again, I know I always feel like I, have to, I give so many disclaimers for everything. But uh, I think just in life and also in parenting, I'm I'm learning and becoming more comfortable with knowing and expressing um, which things are non-negotiables. Like, these are the things that I think are right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And there are certain parenting decisions who that, like, I have friends who abide by this one thing that I actually do think is wrong. And, like, that's one where, yeah, there is going to be that judgment there on my part because I do think that it's actually wrong. Right. And that's okay. I feel totally comfortable with having that feeling. Yeah. Um, but then there's other things like the, you know, the feeding, like the decisions about like co-sleeping or like sleeping, you know, having your baby sleep in a crib or, um, you know, like we talked about, like the daycare, being a stay-at-home parent. So many of those other decisions that um, are not like a right or wrong, a moral thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, those are the things that I'm really trying and, and learning to not pass judgment on thing on situations that I don't understand when it isn't a right and wrong. It isn't a right. moral issue. Yeah. Yeah. We just changed, uh, the topic of breastfeeding and just, uh, insert, uh, being a stay, stay at home parent. Yeah. Like everything applies to it mm-hmm. where like. You know, people or some group of people might say like, well, you should. Yeah. And then, or, you know, so it's, yeah, there, there's so many little things like that where like, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, there's going to be judgment on either side. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, 
I think we covered most of the controversial things. I'm sure there's more. Oh, yeah, for Like, sure. I'm sure there's more things that we've changed our minds about and stuff, but oh, those were yeah. kind of the ones that I, like, uh, you know, had in mind. And Yeah, yeah, we could definitely do another part, part two of this later, as the more we think about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, anything else? Mm, I think that's it. I think I've... Uh, said enough things in this episode to make people uh like no no it's all good man you think so yeah okay yeah well that is it whether you agree or disagree we are glad that you're here and that you are listening to the end of this like i'm assuming that you listened to the whole thing <laughs> so uh we are very glad that you are listening to this they didn't you're assuming they didn't just fast forward to this part yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but just overall like it's it's been a crazy journey these past few years of just podcasting and so <laughs> i'm just thanking you listening to us yeah thank you um so in general thank you so much <laughs> um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so um if you want to c- continue the current conversation we could do that on instagram or facebook that's where you could find us um on on our off day <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that is pretty much it and as toys r us said we used to say oh r.i.p i don't want to grow up i want to be a toys r us kid <laughs> see you next, see you next time, time. <laughs> Wait, leave it recording. I know you're going to cut this out, but I wanted to say it. Um, shout out to everybody who's been personally victimized by a boomer with a strong political opinion. That's our outro, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay.